Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Three Dad Bods with Brent, Carl, and Sean. Good morning, everybody. Um, before we get going here, we would not be dad bods if we were not parents ourselves. And so, Carl, you have had an incredible weekend. Why don't you kind of share what happened huh. to your family this weekend? I guess it's a, uh, I guess it's a, uh, uh... Uh, planning as far as having kids but actually uh <laughs> actually two of my two of my children had uh uh graduations um not from high school but from uh college uh so my oldest daughter she graduated in a creative writing uh field and she got her bachelor of arts and from uvu and uh is going into writing career so wow. whatever that entails for her so that's exciting, and then uh, then my son, you know, of who's all the the, the little track star guy, he's uh, graduated in microbiology. Um, also, was the top twenty of his class, or twenty percent of his class, and won the biology student of the year award at Idaho State this year. So they gave him a thousand dollar, or no wait, it was a hundred dollar Visa card. <laughs> so he gets his name on a plaque now for. That's great. Yeah, everybody will look at that plaque and go. Eric, Kristen, who's that? <laughs> but but uh, he's pretty proud of it, and I'm pretty proud of him. And so I'm proud of them both. They've they uh, worked really hard, and uh, they've done something their dad hasn't done. So I'm I'm uh, you know that's good. Ge- generational improvement. You know we're we're getting there. And then I have three others. I think one maybe two of them will go to college too i'm not sure though i mean these days you don't have to go to college uh especially if because tyler the one in the military he's he's probably going to do what glenn did the route glenn did and uh, be a mechanic and right now we're we have a shortage of those type of jobs out there too so there's no reason to look down at people who want to go that path because they can make some great money and take care of their families and so anyway, yeah, my kids how are did, doing great. How I, did I, you I, do? I don't, I don't know. How, how did you do Orem, Utah, and Pocatello, Idaho, in one day? Were they the same day? Oh, the sucks. graduations? But actually, I went. Yeah. Well, I didn't drive yesterday. Uh, Charlene, my ex, drove, so uh-huh. she volunteered, and I'm like, okay. But it's it's I still a, a drive. I, drive I mean, it's route, over 200 so. miles. Oh, it is. It is. You got some nice headphones, or you have me in the car, and I just talk the whole time. Um, you know, that doesn't sound right. I'm... <laughs> Congratulations, man! That's my. Kids I mean, two two kids in in nice. one day. That's that's so incredible, talk man. The whole time. <laughs> Another graduation at the end of this month. It's my last one for high school. So Ryan man. will be gone. May yeah. May has been crazy. it for you, fun. man. Well, congratulations. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. So I, I want you guys to think back probably, let's say, 18, 17 years when, when you know, one of your kids is about five or six years old. And let's say it's, you know, one, one of your boys and, and they come up to you and they say, you know what, Daddy, I, I think I'm a girl. You know. As a general response, you yeah. kind of laugh at that and kid around with that and say, oh, okay. Or, you know, probably the day before they said, you know what, I'm a dog, you know, or I'm a dinosaur or, or, or whatnot. But what is happening with people our age or maybe slightly younger taking that and going full bore with it? I mean, mm-hmm. it's we, we are now in in a battle of of you know it, where you have to be 18 years old to be able to vote you have to be 21 to drink but a child can start to have puberty blockers by their choice a a child can start to have these these surgeries and these these transitions there there are and and to speak out about it you get absolutely hammered about it and i think you know, with, with the current Bud Light, you know, backlash that's happened, I think the majority of people are shocked by this, are appalled by this. Um, I don't know if you saw this video of this 12-year-old boy who 
he was expelled from school because he was wearing a shirt that said, there are only two genders. Only five words. There are only two genders. Okay. And he was expelled from school because he was told that that was offensive. Well, he came back and he spoke before the school board and he said, you know what? I talked to all of my friends. I talked to most of the kids in the school. Nobody was offended. Who exactly is offended by this? And why are they offended? He says, I go through school all the time and I see gay pride, gay pride flags. I see all kinds of, of, you know, it's, it's, you know, all kinds of pride month and this and that, but I don't have the right to share what I'm happy about or what I'm proud about. And when I do, I get backlashed about it. So it, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely sparked um, a lot of anger and a lot of controversy, which I think on, on, for the most part is, is coming from people who kind of are wondering, what are we doing to our kids? Why are we allowing this? Well, I think, I think there's, there's a several reasons this is happening right now. And it's happened actually since 2016, it's actually been going on for a while. It's just, things are getting a little more volatile uh, in the uh, public discourse lately. But uh, I think there's a combination of educational forces, government forces. And I mean, there is some reality to the fact that there is a ter- there is something called gender dysphoria. It's an actual condition and it's a, a, a it's a one that you you find in psychology, but it's it's actually though rarer than it's being portrayed right now. And I mean, there's a lot of, you know, like I said before, there are, there are some political and um, institutional reasons why. And, and, and then also too, I think there's some generational now tolerance and acceptance for that, that maybe some of the other generations do not have. And so it's creating quite the, it's creating quite a, quite an issue right now. So, you know, it's something we're going to have to work through, I guess, and, and discuss and, and hopefully in a rational way, um, be able to uh, work through this as a culture here in the United States. Cause it's, it's getting a little toxic from, you know, some of the things I'm seeing now. There was a lady that was convinced that her child, her born son was a female because he enjoyed eating green vegetables. That was her logic. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He enjoys great eating green vegetables, so he can't be a boy because no boy enjoys eating green vegetables. Children who consider themselves to be another gender, 88% of them change their mind by adulthood. Yeah. Um, what I think is interesting about this is, um, so legally... There's an age at which a child can and cannot consent to um, sexual activity. But we are promoting identity changing uh, at an earlier age. Oh, this is, if this kid wants to be a different gender, then of course we need to support them, put them on puberty blockers and alter the natural progression of their body uh, permanently that's okay but they can't they can consent to that but they can't consent to sexual activity and my question on that is why why did we why has society created an age at which they can consent cannot consent but then are allowing something like this you know, what's the difference? Are they too young to consent or not? Because if they're not, this is very, very dangerous. Well, Brett, remember that lady in the video? I think a lot of this is the parents that are pushing this. I agree. Early oh, age yeah. With their I, children. Definitely. It's, it's, it's crazy. And, and let me ask. So let me ask you, Sean, at, at 12 years old, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh boy, I don't I don't know if I remember, but it wasn't a girl. Uh, 
But but the the point okay. I'm making is first of all, when you're five, your mind makes decisions differently than when you're twelve, and when you're twelve, right, and your mind makes decisions differently than when you're twenty. So your brain does right. not fully develop until I think it's a. Uh, 22 years old that you 21 20, 22. something like yeah. that your brain is not fully developed until you're I'm about 52 and I'm undeveloped 20s on average well I mean okay let's think about when you were I mean if you can remember back and I can't remember a whole lot back then but between age 4 and 12 like Brent's talking about uh before puberty actually sets in um do you really like remember everything coming down to oh that's what a boy does this is what a girl does i mean you're just you're just girls had cooties to go with the flow depending girls on had who cooties are, right? you 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 stay like you you know yeah. you i mean you know it didn't make me you know or or if you hung out with girls it didn't mean that you were you know a, a girl or anything. It, it was yeah. just it's it's a different mindset <laughs> I think well, at one point I wanted store. to be a dinosaur. You doctor. Well, I didn't play doctor very much. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play doctor, Brett, when you were, you know, eight or nine he years old? still does. Come on now. The reason I asked that question, guys, is I just think that confusion could could be transit. So, you know, I mean, like I said, it could be circumstances. I, I, I'm in an environment where I have all sisters, and for a period of a year or two, I'm kind of into dolls. Does that make me a woman? No. I mean, when I turned 12, all of a sudden I got interested in a lot of other things that uh, boys are interested in. Um, you know, um, by 20, um, I'm looking, you know, so this whole, um, we've got them figured out at age three or four. I mean, it's ludicrous. I'm just thinking, how can you tell that your kid is a female or male, you know, other than they're assigned to, gen well, what their biological gender is and they go oh no he's he, he's a girl because he likes a doll that that my older daughter likes to play with I mean, that's absurd yeah kids that, are just very impressionable is. you know well i think well, it's, it's more about the parents well, being a little uh, a little mental i right. hate to use it that word but i mean no it is they're the it, ones it that is. need the therapist in those situations and, I, and you know here's, why... here's the deal for me, for me personally, so I'm, 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 I'm very libertarian, right? Live and let live. As long as you're not hurting anybody else, don't criticize another person, what they do. That's, that's that I really feel that way. Um, if, if an adult wants to do this to themselves, go ahead. I don't care. I, I'm not going to be mean mm -hmm. to you. I'll support you whatever, you know, but man, the whole, the whole idea of it being, um, something that adults are pushing on their kids. It's just, uh, boy, it's such a, such a very, a very difficult thing. And, and, you know, adults are being ostracized if you don't support the transition of these children. But I don't, it's it's a it's a it's a recent trend and there's as far as i know there's really no science behind it that studied it and it's i think it's just very very dangerous and and i think it's selfish okay mm -hmm. sean let me, on, on that topic then if if you know when you're older and you decide you want to do that and, and and that's how you want to be and that's what you think that's fine let me ask you this then let's say your daughter is at the gym she's 17 18 years old and a grown man comes in and undresses himself fully exposed yeah. claiming that he's a I, woman right let me ask you I, about that, that how, I, like as, a, as a father and as a parent right it's it, 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 so look i'm telling you right now like my youngest comes in and tells me that happens i don't care what you think you are you're going to be a bloody mess <laughs> yeah i i'm not i don't support that at all i my this is goes back to you could be affecting very negatively a person that is in there a little a child that is in there and so why 
would you be so selfish that you would put a little child who's impressionable, doesn't have a fully formed mind, scare them to death? Why would you do that to a little kid? Why would you do that to a, a little girl? That's very selfish. And, and you're telling me that I have to support you and I'm selfish if I'm not. But why are you? It's, it's really, for me, it's the other way around. You're being extraordinarily selfish and self-centered and not considering how other people feel, especially little kids. Well, Sean, taking from what you were just saying, circling back, um, a parent who puts one of their kids through these one of these transitional um, procedures, and from what I understand, there's several ways you can go about it, from taking just hormones to actually chopping body parts off. And I hate to be that graphic, folks, but that's what's happening. And the long-term ramifications of those type of surgeries and those kind of actions, I mean, you're talking about 12-year-olds. You're talking about 15-year-olds. It's irreversible. Yeah. You can't change it. I mean, yeah. were, you, were you ready to make that kind of decision, no. Sean, at age no. 10? No. But there's one thing about, there's one thing about this that... Um, I never hear anybody talking about. And if you put a prepubescent child on hormone therapy, there's a good chance that the boy will, by the time they're an adult, they will have what is considered a micro penis. And you've basically ruined them if they decide that they don't want to be female. And if right. they do want to be female, to growth. they can't go through uh, gender reassignment surgery because there isn't enough material to make right. that change. And so now they're, they're stuck in the middle. Yeah. They can't be a man and they can't be a woman. Yeah. It's, so you're really, it's appalling. Between. It's appalling that a parent would allow that. It, it's look as a parent and, and, Look, if, if my child at the age of 12, at the age of 13 was saying, you know what, I, I really, you know, my son was like, I, I really think I'm a fem female. You don't jump on board. You, you have to let their body progress. And then at the time that he's 18, 19 years old, he's an adult. Okay. He can make those decisions himself. And like you were talking about, Sean, he hasn't totally destroyed the growth of his body. Not only does that affect the sexual organs. It affects growth in the body itself. You're stopping the growth of materials. You're stopping the growth of heights. So you have all kinds of things that are not functioning properly. And the human anatomy, we are an animal. We, we have a process in growth. We're not, you know, it's, it, it just appalls me that a parent would do that to their child at such a young age. And Honestly, I don't know what the difference is between that and criminal activity. That 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 is a form of child abuse, in my own opinion. Yeah, but if you but 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 if you make that kind of a statement these days, I, I mean it's it's like you're you destroyed. You're you're, you're you're talking about the vax. Well, you're talking about COVID nineteen and the vaccines being uh, ineffective. Um, it, it's it's almost a sin against the culture and society. It, it's it's. It's the way it, it's it, it's it's some of our culture will throw it back at you and, and try to cancel you or silence you because you're telling the truth and and no one wants to hear the truth when they're in the middle of doing something they know is selfish or right or uh, destructive to our culture. So I, that's why I say it's part of it is part it is partly political. It is partly uh, I mean there is I think there are some cases where gender reassignment is is valid and i think though like we were talking about before 18 though i don't agree with you know uh touching it until that point until after they're old enough where hey they can properly think through the long-term ramifications of what they're they're facing i was gonna say i don't know if you watch the same show i did and he gets a lot of heat <laughs> politically but Matt Walsh did a, a movie recently called What is a Woman? Yeah. And um, he ticked off a lot of LGBTQ and, and trans uh, supporters. But the reality is he talked to a, a well-known therapist and psychologist 
and she was excellent. And and I don't, if you guys ever get a chance to watch that show, you should, because she really breaks down gender dysphoria and what's involved. And it, it's a real issue for some people. Uh, but percentage wise, it's not even close to what we're seeing right now. Hey, but before you continue on with, with Matt Walsh, schools. before you continue on with Matt, let, yeah. I, I don't know if anybody's yeah. listened to him. And you, you're 100% correct. He, he gets a lot of backlash from, from those communities. But if you've ever really listened to him, he, he's genuinely speaking mm-hmm. in, in, a, in a caring thought. And a lot of the stuff that Sean brought up, he's bringing that stuff up. He's trying to warn you what you are going to go through. He's telling you, you may be thinking this at this age, but when you reach your 20s, the suicidal rate is extraordinary. And and he's not he's not hammering down on people. And you listen to his conversations. He has conversations. He doesn't yell at people. He doesn't belittle people. He asks simple questions that can't be answered back. And and every time he speaks, he tells everybody, look, I'm doing this because I care, because the people around you are not caring. And you're listening to them. I'm trying to help you out because one day there's a very good chance you're going to regret what you did. So I didn't mean to cut in there, Sean or Carl, but I, I just want to kind of explain his background. And if you ever have a chance to listen to him, I would listen to him with an open mind and, and just kind of listen to what he says. But go ahead, Carl. Sorry about that. Yeah. Are you sure, bro? <laughs> I, I Googled it and I also looked on Wikipedia. And it confirmed that. Oh, so yes, the two most reliable <laughs> sources in the world. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I've wondered about you too. <laughs> so, all right. So, so, so let's let's now go to. We all three of us have daughters, and let's say our our daughters are in their teenage years, and they're in athletics. And a boy comes into that locker room to compete with her and her team, fully exposed, fully naked. The women are wanting to, you know, your girls are wanting to under, how how are you going to feel about that as a parent? And now we're starting to see these men who are claiming to be women coming into female athletics, you know, um, Riley, Riley Gaines. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen her background, but she's she's actually from Nashville area here. Um, a very very accomplished swimmer, fifteen time All American, um, All SEC. She's a national champion, and then her senior year, she loses to somebody who, for the previous three years, swam on the men's swim team at Penn State, was ranked in the four hundreds yeah. nationally. And now he is competing as a woman and winning these national championships. She's put in so much hard work, as have all these other athletes. And now she's having to undress in front of a fully exposed male, which was very shocking not only to her but to many other athletes in that locker room. And then it it seems like that all the things that – the pioneers like Billie Jean King fought for with equality in sports that women back in the seventies who fought for the ERA for equality, for equality and pay. This is now just being thrown out the door and just saying, Oh, sorry. You have to accept that. How is that right? And how are women not standing up for this? Oh, you're you, that you just hit the nail on the head, and that's exactly. I I made that proposal one time on a sports board. Well, if this is so terrible, why aren't women more irate? And then why don't they just boycott those events when transgenders are competing? And I I I, I honestly can't tell you now. They're now women are starting to realize that they're getting squeezed out uh, of the upper levels of these sports. And their complaint is, well, what, 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 what can we do about it? Well, you need to stand up socially like like a lot of uh, African-Americans have for their own rights. And you need to say, we're not going to tolerate this. 
that's it. We're done. And any any women's sport where a transgender man is competing, we're not competing in them, period. That would end it quickly. And I, I, I'm afraid, though, that so many women in our culture have bought in to these lies that they tell you uh, and allow these men to compete when they should be having their own open division. And, th- and that's what I think the solution is. You have, I mean, we've talked about this before in another podcast, but I think there should be just a, a, an open division or, or you get rid of all divisions sexually and everybody competes, but then you'll never see women at the top levels in anything because men will always dominate physically in a sport. And, and why are we not seeing women who've trans- transitioned into men competing in men's sports? <laughs> I mean, well, the answer is obvious. I asked that yeah. question once, and I I got a no response. There is no. And response. you're evil and, ba- and you're a bastard if you if you disagree with their their line of reasoning. That it, you know, and and. I think I think unfortunately too many people want to get along and not be controversial, and and not be canceled. I guess that's the big threat. I, I it's kind of funny though. You don't see too many conservatives get canceled because they don't give a damn. Like a Matt Walsh, he doesn't give a damn. Right. And I think I think on the on the left though they 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 have to maintain these facades that hey I'm I I, I need to be accepting of everybody's choices and then they get caught in this catch-22 and then what do they do so you have people like martina navratilova or jk rowlings who are very liberal and very progressive and now they're being blackballed by this culture and it's ridiculous i and and to me i'd just be giving them the middle finger if i were those two it's like you know know it's crazy boy you you guys I have a friend who's who's gay, and, and I just randomly asked him, like, what do you think about all of this transgender stuff? And his response was, I can't stand it. It's somebody who is confused yep. that doesn't know who they are, and they're infringing on everybody else. And, and so my question then is, who is getting upset about this? Like, who are the actual people that are getting upset? Because transgender people make up less than probably 0.2%. 0.02% of the population. Who is getting upset about this? Why are we allowing this to happen? And why is it, I, if, if I was a female athlete, for the amount of time that you put in for training, for the hard work that you go through, you've been at the top of your level for so many years, just to be pushed aside. You know what? She actually tied one event. And they told her, oh, we can't have two first place people we're going to give it to him, but you can have your picture taken. You're, Tell me how that's cool. Hold my beer. Hold yes. my beer. Yeah. yeah. We want her on the podium or he or whatever. Sorry. I'm, I changed places where I'm sitting. Um, no, you're the, not the whole well, sports thing is, <laughs> is interesting. It's, it's another area where, you know, I, I said earlier, it's, it's very selfish to, for an adult to go into a locker room or a bathroom situation and expose themselves to children. But, you know, this whole thing with the sports, it's, it's the same thing. These people are being selfish. So do well, we, I think, I think, I think part of it, uh, this wasn't a thought I had just recently and then I'll, I'll get back to you, Brent. Okay. Um, someone t- said that a lot of these guys that, like do these things like become transgender athletes that they're sometimes the guys that have a difficult time socializing with other men and maybe women in general. And that's why I'm saying this, this could be more of a psychological issue with some of these people and they feel, and, and, and it's like, you're talking about the, the pen swimmer. He, he would have never competed nationally at a high level on the men's side. I, I just think that there's more to these situations. Um, and, and not every one of these athletes are going to win first place against women, but enough are now starting to do it that I start to wonder about their motivations. I, I start to wonder, well, like the guy in the restroom at target, is he there because he's really struggling 
with his gender or is he there because he's a perv and and <clears throat> i mean where do you draw the line how do you know you know and i mean i i agree with you brett i would probably want to rearrange someone's face <clears throat> if they har harm someone in my family sexually but um you know i mean what 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 do we do boys how how do we you know how do we know for sure that someone's not really struggling with this or or they really it, are it it's a a thing that um honestly for me it's they need to spend time with uh, um in therapy and try to understand their own mind and but the only problem with that is that within that community this the the mental health community right now it there's a there's a no, it's, there's a huge yeah. part of it that's supportive of it, um, which is interesting because yeah, if absolutely. you look in the DSM, which is the the holy bible of you know uh, uh, psychological conditions, um, gender dysphoria is still in there. So I, it's it, I don't know. It's I think that the, the new DSM. It won't be because socially it's being uh, pushed out. Yeah, that's a good point. I, my my sister's a therapist. You don't know how many arguments I've had with her over this whole thing. Look, th th <laughs> this is what needs head. to happen: is ESPN shoves the WNBA down our throats. Look, if you watch the WNBA, that's fantastic. Watch it, enjoy it, basketball. Watch it. I think the only women's basketball game I've really watched was that game against South Carolina and that girl from Iowa. That, that's the only women's basketball game that I've watched in who knows how many years. But I think much like, well, I, I think what will happen or what may happen eventually down the line is you're going to get a whole bunch of Division three basketball players who cannot make it in the NBA. And we'll say, you know what? Eh, I'm going to act like a woman. I'm a woman. And so I'm going to enter into the WNBA. And pretty soon you're going to have a WNBA full of Division three men's basketball players, which will boost ratings. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's going to push women out of their sport. This is what's happening is men who cannot compete, much like you're talking about, is the guy in the Target bathroom a pervert? Or does he really think he's a female? Are these guys that are competing in women's sports really think that they're women or are they just wanting to have success and glory as a athlete? You're going to start to see that. You're going to start to see women's college basketball teams having high school players that couldn't get a, a scholarship at another school and men's athletics claiming to be women and, and be put on board and gradually push women completely out of oh. athletics and well, you know what? I, I, something to validate what you just said. So I was watching this recently. This is in the news if you want to look it up. But there was a weightlifting coach from some um, just, uh, Division One team. or th No, this was actually up in Canada. Uh, uh, forgive me. Up in Canada. And so uh, he, w he just decided because he was so fed up with this. He, he went to a Canadian weightlifting competition, women's version and the uh champion the previous year's champion was a transgender lady i guess you'd call her um that looked very very manly um and had broken these records and so in less than 20 minutes he sat down and cranked out uh deadlifts and uh uh bench pressed and I mean, he broke every single record by a substantial amount because he identified at the check-in as a female. He never has before, and he didn't bother doing it after just for this particular competition. And the one from the previous year, they interviewed her, and they said, well, how fair do you feel this is? And and she's, and he, she, or she, I just get confused with this. She was like, oh, that's, it was so terrible. He he wasn't sincere and 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 I'm like well determine sincerity because according to your definition any person that identifies the way they are i could be a wolf i could be a cat i'm supposed to by their logic take that seriously and accept that 
<laughs> well, you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. You're going to, I mean, eventually you're going to, I mean, someone like this guy is going to come in and throw it back in your face. And, um, I mean, you've got to come down to a biological definition when it comes to I just had an idea. You can't, you, you know, um, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, John Stockton, um, Patrick Ewing, some of the greatest players who have ever played, they never won championships. I'm thinking that maybe for for a, a day they should go Warm sign it. with um, a, a WNBA team and win win the WNBA yeah. championship. Since get that championship ring, well, they could probably win a few in their fifties. Easy. I mean, they're yeah. in their sixties now, so they you know, I think they could still win. Yeah, I, I I don't know if you saw. I think it was in Brazil. Yeah. There was a boxing match, a female boxing match where there was a transgender female that was in there. I mean, shattered the lady's face. Like, just yeah. gruesome. Destroyed her. Well, How do you the, allow that to happen? You know, that's the one, you know, one of the things that I, I don't know that's been talked about. But the physical difference, I mean, we've talked about the physical differences, but, you know, it's my understanding that males have denser bone, have greater bone density right so mm-hmm. a male has a biological male has bones that are more rigid and and can deal with more abuse well you got this person uh, this a transgender female beating the crud out of a biological female it just you know i like i said before i don't care if you if you feel like you're a woman and you want to live your life as a woman I don't care. Go ahead. But when you start doing this sort of thing, it's very selfish. It's self-centered. You're, you are affecting the lives of other people. Obviously this woman had her face shattered by this, by a uh, transgender female. Yeah. It's selfish. And I want to know why people, I have, I've yet to hear one person ask the question about this, about this being selfish. That's I understand correct. that, but why doesn't anyone ask it? Is this not selfish behavior? And that's why when you affect uh, uh, other when you affect other people, you, we've seen you the backlash. Yeah? But we we've seen the backlash of these female athletes that speak up. They just get hammered. Well, I mean, absolutely what, hammered. What's her? What's the girl's name? The Kentucky swimmer. What's her name again? Riley Griner. Riley Griner. Uh, Riley. Uh, Riley. Riley. Gaines. 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 Right. Griner's the female Gaines. basketball player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gr- gr- yeah. that spent yeah. a year in Russian prison. Well, she she actually had a a press conference that um, said that she supported uh, transgender athletes, uh, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah, because, because I wonder what happens when she loses her spot on the team. Well, she hasn't played against any transgender <laughs> yeah. athletes, so you know I would like to see her yeah. play against uh, some, like you said, Brent, some Division three. Um, Athletes and and then see she fills after that. You know, it's funny. The Europeans in the world now have made some rules for world competition that have banned transgender athletes from competing now. I believe that Um, Australia has also. United States. Yeah, United States is the only screwed up country now that refuses to deal with this issue. Because they're so politically afraid that if you say anything, and and I see it now not just not just with political people, I see it with people in business. They're just afraid to speak up. And this whole country was set up under the idea that you could speak your mind and that you that, that there was freedom of speech. And we've just well, that's thrown it away. Going back to that kid that uh, was wearing that T-shirt. That's, I mean, for me, yeah. that's a First Amendment issue, and I, I think that that's, you know, it it I doesn't mean, go one way. And like he said, did, like he said, who am I offending? I asked everybody in the school, and nobody what? was offended. So who am that, I that's offending? Not, <laughs> that's not even the point. That's not even the, the only... point. The being offended. The speech that should be defended the most is sometimes the speech that does offend people. 
And that sometimes That's the it. speech that yeah. you hate the most is the speech that you should be defending. There are things that I find really awful and terrible, but I'm telling you what, I will defend the right of the person who's saying it until I am dead because it is their right to say it. Even if I find it offensive or disagree, they have the right to say it, and I don't care beyond that. I don't care. I don't care. It's your right to say it. No, has I nothing agree. to do with feelings or offensiveness or anything. I mean, I want to. I want. I would just bring this point I, up. There's um, years ago there was an art exhibit in New York, and a person put a uh, crucifix in a jar of urine, and um, conservatives went nuts and wanted to stop it. Right. Okay, well, now I want to point out, now conservatives are on this side where they're the ones that are being canceled because someone who might put a crucifix in a jar of urine and think it's art is now the person who wants this, uh, who wants to cancel you for speaking your mind about, about this. Well, you know what? You you should have defended that person's right to, to do that, even though you were grossed out by it. Cause it's coming back to bite you. Their well, it's like flag burning. It's like flag burning. I mean, would you ever burn Never. a fly, American flag? Never. No, but, absolutely not. But if my neighbor wanted to burn their American flag, I might not like it. I might disagree with him and maybe I even have words with him about it. But would I ever in a million years think about denying him the ability to burn his flag? No. Yeah. But there's people out there that want to shut you up, shut me up right now and not allow me ha- to have the right. And and this is the bottom line. People are like sheep in this country. Sheep. Willing to be herded and told how they should think, what they should say. Well, and all you have to do based. is tell them. That's what you need to tell them. I, and, and for the audience that are listening, I just gave a big middle finger. They don't have the right to tell me what to think or what to say. Well, I it, have it, the right to do that. It, it goes back and to something we've talked about. You, you think you can tell me what to say? It, it goes back to something we've talked about on a couple podcasts Sorry. is that there is no, you're fine. But there's there's a certain group of of there's a large, large group of people who are in the mindset of of. A, a cult okay and, and i'm not gonna throw cult stuff into there but it goes back to there's people who are free thinkers who think for themselves who stop and question why things are happening and then there's those that just accept it. the majority of the population are those who just accept if i'm told to do this if i see it on tv if i read it on the internet that's the way it has to be that's the way it must be but then there's free thinkers that are us, I consider uh, the three of us as as three as free thinkers who question things like, why would I put a COVID shot in my body that's never been tested? Why do I have to accept a transgender man inside of a women's restroom? Why do we have to do this? And and that's that's the problem is, as we get further and further along in history, more and more free thinkers like us are going to be less and less because we're being raised in that well my daughter eats green vegetables so i must have testosterone levels and this crazy stuff you know that they don't stop and ask questions why why this why is that happening why is this going on they just have to accept or else you know i'm just going to accept it or else i'm just going to be blackballed and may lose my job and uh you know people are going to hate me forever well, I think there's a there's a point to that. They're going to be uncomfortable if they lose their job. They're going to have a challenge to figure out how they're going to take care of their family. So, I mean, to some people, that's a big deal. And I, I to me, it's a big deal. But I think there are some things that are more important than our comfort, our creature comfort at the moment, or how we feel someone's feelings are going to take a, a particular statement I make. Um, I mean, do I still care about those people? Yeah, absolutely. I have several people that fall in my family that fall into this category. And I I know that they might think I'm insensitive at times. But bottom line is they don't have the right 
to shut everyone else off or, or shut them down or, or tell them that they can't speak their mind. And, 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 and in a healthy culture, we should be able to have these conversations. And I think it's getting the toxic level it's getting is because we are trying to shut people off. And I mean, maybe if, if we would have Sean's suggesting, it wouldn't be say that, that again. Maybe yeah. if we would have conversations, we, we wouldn't <coughs> be in these arguments and these fights well, and stuff. Instead of it being forced on us, let's talk about it. If, if there were conversations about it, respectful adult conversations about it between both sides of the, the coin, you know, we could walk away from the conversation and say, you know what, I just don't agree with you, but, you know, I hope you live your life uh, and that you're able to be happy and that you don't negatively affect other people. And, and I won't, I, I will try not to negatively affect other people and, you know, whatever. It's, it's, let's not be a selfish society yeah. on either side of the coin. You know, people who disagree with it, don't be mean to people who do agree with it and, and, and so forth, you know? Well, you know, what's funny is, is there some people complaining on the left right now about the Bud Light controversy? Um, even, even the Trumps is kind of funny. Uh, Trump Jr. is now mad at, at Republicans and conservatives that are, are boycotting Money. Bud Light. But why, why do you guys just hypo, just question, why do you think the boycott finally on the conservative side of Bud Light is being successful? Cause it is, it's killing their sales right now. Um, why do you think this this particular boycott was successful where all the other ones were not? Is it related to this silent, uh, this is the only way I can actually protest is by just not buying yeah. the product? No, it's a product. I'm afraid to say it's, what I it's really a think. product that has a specific class. And that class is a, you know what? No, that's not what Bud Light should be. I mean, say right, what it is, but Bud Light is for... Okay. That, I don't think that was the question, Brent. I think what the question no, was... No, it's, it's why did it why did it succeed? Why did it right. succeed? And why most people said, you know what? Our product is not going to be identified with this person on that can. We're not going to drink that. Right. It hit no, a wrong let me, target. Let me, let me well, finish. Yeah. I think the question is, if a person doesn't feel like they can publicly voice opposition to something... But they cannot buy a product and not and also not be scrutinized publicly for it. Does that make an effect? And I do think that people who are afraid to speak publicly about something that they disagree with, if they can quietly not do something and not have any attention brought to them, then that's something that they are going to be more comfortable doing. Does that make sense? That's right. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. But but Brent's right on one aspect. They chose Budweiser. Brain farted. I, I, I mean, their 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 marketing base, the people that they market their product to, it was almost a right. suicidal move. In, well, the in person the, to be the person that was in charge of that um, was a person in their young in their twenties who's probably very socially. Um, pliable i i don't know what the right word is but accepting yeah. and thinks that that hey this is great let's do this okay well you don't know your base yeah so yeah, i'd say they they missed that one <laughs> i mean the, the i don't know it's, they missed that one big time <laughs> it's what's unfortunate is that um, well that this whole thing is creating a, a divide amongst uh people it's really sad it is and is it really fair for all those people who have jobs at Bud who have for years supported conservative valued uh, governmental policies and put their money that direction and they're still working for Bud? Is it fair for those people because a couple CEO or a couple people at the very high level of their company were idiots uh, and decided to completely lose their minds uh, that their jobs now are at risk and, uh, potentially, they might be, you know, not being able to feed. Is Anheuser Bush a publicly traded I, company? I, 
Okay, so yes, it is. They it are. was bought out by European so. So what about uh, what yeah. about stockholders that have lost value in their money that they've invested? That you oh, know, absolutely. I mean, that's that's a huge deal too. And I'll bet there's a lot of people who support that, the fact that who have lost money and are not happy about it. Yeah, you know. So it's it's yeah. so complicated. It is so complicated. There's so many things that are affected by <laughs> a simple decision. It's just crazy. But, I mean, Bud Light sucks as far as a beer. But but to go with the, Carl's the question, stood behind but to, for years, like to, you know, to go with yeah. your question, why did people st- speak up against Bud Light? But why haven't women spoke out against Tampax using the same exact person as their spokesperson? Or why haven't people boycotted mm-hmm. women's Nike athletics with the same exact person? I mean, it, it is it's a valid demographic. question. Tampax? Tampax? Women, only women use tampons. Simon Shirty. Why the hell would he need it? That's something I don't for? understand. But it's a different demographic, Brent. I, I would... Does he stick them up? Oh, don't. Anyway. Look, I think you those, same women, those same women drinking Bud Light, those same women drinking Bud Light are using Tampax. They are. But more you know, men I'm just saying than women. Hey, before you have, do you have? I'm just questioning. I don't know this, but before you have backhand sex, do you have? Can you tampon it out so that it's clean? And anyway, this is explicit, folks. So you can. Do you want to go back to conspiracies, or do you want to? I, realistic. My reason is right along that line. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I I was figuring that because you're you're more the conspiratorialist than I am, but. Anyway, go ahead. I want to hear it, though. Go ahead, Brett. Let's hear it. So my my belief is that there are there is a large group of influential people who are pushing population control, who are pushing for the the depopulization, feeling that the earth is too populated and that we cannot sustain the population growth and that it has to stop. And so the way to do that is, first of all, through COVID, release of a virus that that kills people, have a vaccine that we are seeing has implement, it's doing terrible things to people that we've seen, promote abortion at a high level, and now bring in transgender and try and eliminate women. And if you don't have women around, or if men are not having sex with women, that creates a population decrease. That is my deep substantial spiritual theory and thinking about why and what is going on in today's society. Well, I mean, there's a guy in Austria that, What's Hans Schwab? I think his name is well, Sean. Correct me if I'm wrong. Do you know the guy I'm referring to? Yeah, he's bald like um, you know. Bald the interesting or... thing about yeah. that guy is that guy's father was uh, part of the Third Reich. Yeah. So, um, he was like me. he was a high-ranking yeah. uh, member of the Third Reich. So, uh, you know, I makes you sick seeing Soros and Biden. Yeah, I, you know, that, it? that person, boy, that, uh, yeah, he's, that, he's that, a very he, influential he's person. Evil. That's, uh, <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's, that's something that we could have, uh, another entire hour conversation about with people like that guy. It's, it's very interesting. You know, I, I don't know if, if the, if it's a conspiracy to depopulate, I don't know if it's a, a conspiracy to um, split uh, the United States into two separate countries, which I've heard people say. Um, I, I, I'm not 100% certain. I don't know if it's... You think it's foreign influence trying to push us to... I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, know. It makes sense. I've make heard people say, you know, yeah. they want... There are, there are people who are saying, you know what, this division in America can't be healed we need to separate into two in individual countries now where more conservative thinking people and more liberal people can go and live their lives in an environment which uh, supports their ideology 
Um, there, there is, I don't know if the movement is big, but there, there's definitely a movement out there for that. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I man. think there's it's, more of a movement of a one world government than there is two separate countries. Well, yeah, I think that, that may be true, that. but that's, but I, I, I've to, heard it too, uh, Sean, that would be one way to uh, create a one world government because really theoretically, the thing that is really preventing a one world government is the independence of the United States, the independent thinking of the United States. And so if you create a lot of discord and division amongst uh, free thinkers, a free society, and you split it, then you've weakened it, right? So not that I, I don't know whether yeah, I believe in all of true. that or not, but, but right. that's... Well, Look what happened during the pandemic. How long did we all sit out in our little uh, man caves? Sure. How, many, how, how, how long were you out of work? Where you, where you worked from home? I actually worked in the office. I wasn't. I worked in the office the entire time. I didn't time. go home. You worked in the office? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I didn't go home. We, we kept everybody out for a year. I, I tried to live as normal of a life as I could. I went outside as much as I could. I went around people as much as I could because... I didn't buy into the hype. Well, how many, how many people did you say wearing masks at I the still grocery see store it. during that period? Ninety nine percent. Oh, you had to. You were forced. They to. kick oh. you out. Yeah, you were forced. And now I saw one last night at the graduation. Yeah, I and I always make a comment. Oh my god, we got to stay away from that person. They're sick. But back well, to this yeah. in and why I, I kind of threw my opinion out there. I think uh, I think Sean just told explained a little bit why what he believed i i think a lot of it roots to our schools and what we've allowed to fester and grow and you know I, i'm proud of my kids graduating but the environments that they are learning the the academia our our colleges and universities we've allowed progressive ideology to just take over the entire process and i i really do feel that after years now, now I, you know, there may be, and I, and I, I hadn't thought of it cause Sean brought up a good point. Maybe there are foreign influences trying to fracture America and, and they've, they've been able to gather influence by, by money, by influencing our political process. But I do still feel that there are some very progressive people in our university systems that are very radical and over the years have been allowed to just do whatever the hell they want. And it's to the point now that they almost control it completely. And um, you're just finally starting to see in school boards where, oh, oh my gosh, they're going to try to teach this to little kids now. Now parents are starting to wake up and realize, hey, we need to fight for our ideology to, I mean, which we feel is normal and, and, and just something we've lived in for years. Now, all of a sudden that's what's wrong with America is the fact that we believe, uh, men and women should be married and have families, uh, that, uh, men are men and women are women that that's, that's sick and, and wrong and, and needs to be stamped out. What the hell is going on here? So, so people are starting to go wake up finally, I think. But the problem is originated in our universities, and we continue, uh, you know, to put people in positions of power in the in the in academia. How do we correct it? I don't know. I mean, it might be too late. But uh, but then again, Sean might have a point um, with with the fact that maybe there are foreign entities, and maybe Brent, ultimately, you are correct that there is a big conspiracy somewhere somehow. I really, really wish that we could get people to come back to the middle. You know, I, I think extremism breeds <laughs> extremism. Um, and I, man, I just, I really wish we could get people to come back towards the middle for some normalcy. And, you know, I, 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 I wish people could think like Sean was talking about too, where we all have the right to say what we feel. And because I'm a, a straight Christian white male, I should be able to be happy with who I am and not have a backlash over that. If I announce that out loud, I get hammered. 
why why should I be happy? I why can I not be happy with who I am? And you know what? If my neighbors across the street, which they're not, but if if they're two men that are married together and they're happy, that's wonderful. That's their business. And they should be able to show their pride and their happiness about that without people getting offended. The same way that I should be allowed to show how happy I am being married to my wife and having children. It should be the yeah. same. We ha we yeah. all have that right to be happy with who we are. And I think if we were allowed to do that, a lot of this mental illness and this confusion on who we really are would be, I'm not going to say it's going to completely go away, but would be reduced. Well, and maybe that needs to be the well, message. I think you is, brought up um, let people live their lives, and if they're not harming anyone, leave them alone. You know, if you're not harming anyone right. and you're happy, knock yourself out. Yeah, I, I think people sometimes confuse that. Well, you're a conservative. You you don't want anybody under the age of eighteen to have sexual transitional sexual uh, reassignment surgery um therefore you're anti-trans no no I, I didn't say that or you're against trans competing in in sports no what we that are is anti-suicidal anti and anti-depression and we want we don't want to see somebody that, get into that situation well you know my understanding is yeah that, and uh and i could be wrong on this but uh the, so the suicide rate amongst the transgender community is really high higher than uh the higher than the rest of long -term, uh, societal long -term. groups yeah. and my my understanding is that that number doesn't go down when a person has had the um the surgical procedure so in my i think that that well, points to well, a very there, definite yeah of uh, there's definitely some mental illness in there if if that is true which you know if we want to be compassionate and well, loving well, let's help with this let's help people not put them in a position where they're well, reinforcing to be, to be their accurate, mental illness. sean on those studies right to be accurate on those studies so we don't get slammed by someone on this there is a recent dutch study that showed female transitioning do have actually a higher level of satisfaction but the other gender does not. In fact, the so so transient. Exactly I'm sorry, same. and it's because you're clarify, removing part. May I clarify? So you're saying that biological females yeah. transitioning to a um to to a male male they're happier, but it doesn't change in the yeah. reverse when a biological male has the surgery to become physically female. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, that's correct. Uh, and then long-term studies. These are long-term, 2030. These are European studies. So America left loves European progressiveness. Well, guess what, guys? In Europe, the longer they go from the transition, the worse the numbers really? get for suicide. Wow, in, in that's really sad. Yeah. So, it's, you know, yeah. as a person who has lost someone they love to suicide, that is so incredibly sad. It's so sad. Human life yeah, is amen. precious. You know, it's, it, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But it, it, it goes back to our mind thinks differently at 12, then it does at 20, then it does at 30, then it does at 40. Mm -hmm. We, we, our mind thinks different, our, our mind. And I think Sean, you brought up earlier, it matures. Our, so, you know, so what we can and think we, we want to do in, in our teens and twenties are different. <laughs> That's true. Hey, I got what I've got another angle too. the, the medical associate, the medical industry as a whole has not been, I mean, they keep, they've been quiet about this. But they've been very supportive of trans surgeries. It's very it's expensive. Expensive uh, to get. What it, about the? Yeah, really but now they're trying to make. What, what, that's why a lot they're trying to make insurance cover it. There's a lot of laws now trying to make insurance cover this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Well, it, well, believe me. After the last few years, I'm not a big fan of our American medical industry, uh, especially on the drug side. 
um, the financial motivations that are tied into the medical industry. Now, it used to be an honorable uh, profession. That's a whole uh, other subject right there. Doctor these days. <laughs> oh, I know, man. But I'm going to say it. I think doctors these days have to have to bite their tongue and 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 check their 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 uh, their ethics a little bit at times uh, because of their medical associations and 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 interest groups that are trying to push the the dollar, the mighty dollar, because of these companies, these medical com- these medical hospitals, and these doctors work for huge conglomerates that uh, their stock is dependent on making a lot of money. So why do you think we, I mean, our, our system's been screwed up for years. I think that's the whole Obama care thing was to that. try to solve that. But uh, it's, it's it, really it money improved. is money causes corruption, money and power. Money's king. Money and power are the two most money's corruptible yeah. things that there are. And it's, it's, you want to know who's really controlling everything, Brent? It's the oh, people yeah. that make the most money Absolutely. off this that follow the money. I, I I cannot de- I cannot deny that. Yeah, that that's deny uh, that that's either. another subject we could talk uh, <laughs> for hours on. It's uh, corruption and money and in <laughs> power and government and all that other stuff. So <laughs> yeah, but Sean, if they Who? give you a million dollars, would you take it? It the depends end, on if there are uh, strings attached. <laughs> right. Of course there are. Right. There's always strings attached. Then, <laughs> always. <laughs> anyway, guys, this is this was fun. <laughs> we had a great we had a great talk today. So hopefully hopefully our audience uh, doesn't hate us. Live now. and let live. <laughs> as long as you don't uh, and, live and and look. as long as you don't hurt someone else, just live your life. Good points. Good points, guys. Great Amen. conversation, guys. Um great podcast and uh listen again, thank you listeners. We appreciate each and every one of you um share us with your friends um and then you know we're also open for topics too you know if you want to send us an idea or something like that send us an idea of some some stuff that you'd like to hear us ramble on about if you want a guest host we we have guest hosting too so all right guys guys. until next week uh well we'll we'll be back next week